Multicolored lights and sounds A world of adventure and heroes galore It's truly outrageous when we yell Thundercats ho Autobots roll out and yell Yo-Jo Both feet and legs and do the Mario Get into a Care Bear stare and go-go gadget ears Excuse me princess, it's time for Totally Radical, Totally Radical, Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast! Hello and welcome everyone. Welcome back to an all new episode of the Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. We're the show that takes a deep dive into the world of 80s cartoons and just all of the glorious batshit insanity therein. My name is Randy, I am your host on this journey, and of course I'm not alone. Uh, once again I am joined by my friend and my co-host Phil. Phil, how you doing today brother? Hey, what's going on, you lovely people? I'm doing okay, man. Another beautiful day, and let's get this done. Oh, boy. We got an episode for you today, of course. Uh, but but before we get into that, of course, uh, just our normal, regular housekeeping here. Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast is a production of Geek World Order. Go to geekworldorder.com and check out all the latest, greatest geeky content and media there. Of course, you can find us on social media. Facebook and uh, Facebook, of course, we have Geek World Order and Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast with their own pages. Give those a like. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Geek World Order. And of course, we are on all of the major podcast providers. So, of course, please uh, subscribe to the show so you'll get those downloads as soon as the episodes are available every week, every Thursday. Oh, boy. So, uh, once again, Phil. Sometimes, some crimes just go slipping through the cracks. But, we have these two gumshoes who are picking up the slack. Because for them, there's no case too big, no case too small. When you need help, you need help just, just call, call <laughs> Chippendales Rescue Rangers. Oh man, uh, we are definitely going to have an episode for you today. This is an episode that we have referenced multiple times on this show yes we have um specifically for one reason (laughs) you that you keep referring to (laughs) that red dress (laughs) oh folks today we are looking at the episode double o chipmunk and we get started pretty right away man we are at some secret top secret looking lab and we got a secret spy agent guy and a ninja they're like roping around the the whole (laughs) place like fighting bad guys um (laughs) so this is the super spy dirk suave dirk and what was his uh what was his sidekick's sidekick's name was it like achu i don't know I swore he said achoo, like a sneeze. Possibly. God. Or something, wonder... inadver- or something inadvertently racist, because, you know, this is... <laughs> Did you see him? The 1980s. Oh, my God. That was that classic 1980s, this is how Asian people look, like, drawing. And it was oh, like... Oh, it was so bad. It was, like, kind of fat and dumpy and short and... 
had that clearly that not the hero haircut and the buck teeth. I'm like, oof, this would not age well in 2020. Ooh, uh-uh. No, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, look at him. Yeah, no, this this is like this scene particularly did not age well. Ooh, no. For the most part, the rest of the episode holds up pretty well. Just oh, not yeah. this opening scene and this sidekick. And I and I I remembered this episode, mm-hmm. like just watching it was such a delight because I remember watching it as a kid, right? And having that freaking crush, <laughs> or as a kid, yeah. And of course, we as children did not pick up on the um. I'm not going to say subtle, but I'm not going to say blatant. It's somewhere in between. There's a very much a degree of racism here. And, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, good old Disney in there. Um, um, in mo- somewhat inadvertent racism. We're going to say, um, Middle of the line, borderline. Maybe not intentional, but uh, <laughs> dude, they knew what they were doing. We're like, um, yeah, we're just kind of like Icarus. Um, you're getting closer to the sun, just but not quite there. <laughs> not completely blatant. Not completely flying ourselves oh, into the sun here. But what we you know quickly you're learned that. But we quickly learned that this is a movie that Dale and Zipper are very much enjoying. And of course we get um, all sorts of fun spy stuff within the first few things. Uh, We get like these really dumb looking gangsters that want, you know, microfilm with secret plans. It's always the microfilm. And the spy, Dirk Suave, he's got a jet pack and exploding cufflinks. He's got the whole nine yards here, man. Oh, and they have the freaking kingpin, Dr. Evil-looking villain. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. And they always have the cat. Yes, I want... Puts Pinky up to mouth. One billion dollars. (laughs) Right? Oh, dude, I haven't seen any of those movies in a long time. Oh, they were great to watch. (laughs) Narrow mini me, we do not hump the laser. <laughs> They're got sharks with freaking laser beams on their head. Oh man. I have to go back and watch those just for the fun of it. Oh man. Uh so the rest of the rescue ranger team walks into their headquarters and Chip is Chip. He's not particularly happy. He thinks Dale's just kind of goofing off. Oh yeah. And he's like yeah, you should have been on patrol with us looking for cases. And Dale's just kind of like, yeah, whatever, dude. And he kind of brushes like, no, nah, I'm just doing research, man. We need more spy moves. Yeah, he was he was really into it. <laughs> but, you know, Chip and Dale got to fight for some reason. This is true. Uh, hey, Dale, why do you exist? I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so we move to later that night and apparently Dale is rooting around Gadget's workshop and he's built his own spy devices 
which actually weren't that bad. Yeah, they did not work 100% to plan. But they were pretty good ideas. Yeah. Which so, makes me wonder, did he build them himself, or did he just take bits and pieces of what was already built? Right? Dude, that's a good question, man. Because if that's the case, then Dale's, um, he's not as dumb as you think he is. No. Very creative. Dale's just lazy. Yeah, that part. Dale's the stoner of the group. We're just going to throw that out there. Yeah. <laughs> he could very much fit in the vein of Michelangelo. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, like, he can be useful when needed. Or if, you know, if he takes enough Ritalin to focus himself. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, just picture Michelangelo hopped up on Ritalin. Oh, jeez, I could imagine. Jesus. If you pump Mikey full of Ritalin, he'd probably be like a Terminator. I was going to say, he'd be like the baddest one on the team. He'd probably be teaching Leonardo a few things at that point. He'd <laughs> be a stone cold killer. Yeah. <laughs> like, he'd probably snap like 47 necks and even Raph would be like, damn, like, dude. Damn, bro, chill. <laughs> <laughs> and they say I'm the angry one. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, did we you have to slit his throat and drive your hand through the neck wound. Yes, I did, brother. It'd be like the anime, the anime sword thing where like, it looks like they just like pull it like two inches out of the sheath and, just, and there's like 12 dead bodies laying around and like 50 gallons of blood squirting out of one person's neck. Bro, that is like one of those <laughs> things like I never understood about anime. It's like, like, damn, where, how do these people have like all these buckets of blood everywhere, man? I don't know, dude. Like, I swear, like, that clean sword cut, here comes that, like, the spurting blood. Like, um, they just spurted so much blood, we just filled up, like, (laughs) we've put, we've, we've ensured that, like, six blood banks are still in business. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Dale's got some interesting gadgets. He's got a, a camera in his bow tie, which has a blinding flash to it, apparently. Yeah, that that was like one of the most useful one of the most useful gadgets he had. And he's got like cufflinks that are like stink bombs. Oh, so after that this horrible disaster goes off. So obviously Gadget has worked her lab for a while. Apparently Gadget is used to devices failing and exploding she was prepared for this yeah she took out the freaking uh the hair dryer like she was just blowing that smoke smoke out in like seconds she had a gas mask like she was prepared for failure yeah she's like oh okay time to pull up the clean pull out the cleanup kit guess what that's why she's the techie one she's got contingencies so after this, Dale is, um, he's not very happy. He's very sad and pouty. Oh, dude, he was straight up depressed. Okay, but, so, why did Dale have, like, his jacket off? 
Cause, dude, with that jacket off, he straight up looked like a male stripper. <laughs> yeah, he just had the bow tie on. It was like a naked. It was a naked Dale with a bow tie. Bruh, Dale looked like a Chippendale dancer. I wonder if they did that on purpose. Bro, this is it, Disney it animators is, in the eighties. Chippend- it is Chippendale's Rescue Rangers. Dale just looking like a Chippendale dancer. Like, straight up looking like a Chippendale dancer. <laughs> It's like I see, I see what you guys are doing. I mean, come on, this is Disney, bro. This, this is the, this is the same thing that like these the same company that put like the little nude scene in the Rescuers in that apartment. Oh yeah, dude. And There's, in the Lion King, uh huh. Sure, there is yeah. So much. Yeah, the sky spells out SFX. Uh huh. Well, sure it does. No, pretty sure that's an E in the middle, <laughs> dude. Dude, oh, all the hidden, like, stuff in Disney. It's, uh, I think there was one in Aladdin, too, wasn't there? He said something about girls taking their clothes off in the back, like, when he was in the background or something. Yes, I can verify this. This is a confirmed fact. What? If you go to, like, the original, like, the original VHS copies of it. Uh Uh-huh. You have to go to the scene where they're, like, you know, like, I think it's I don't know if it's at the beginning or the end of the carpets of the carpet ride scene, but they're at the I think palace. It was the beginning, if I'm not mistaken. And yes, you have to crank the volume up really loud to hear it. But he but the actor does say under his breath, take off your clothes. <laughs> Jeez. That is crazy. Th- that one is a confirmed fact because I knew someone who had the VHS still, so we popped the tape in, and it was there clear as day. Damn. Yeah, you gotta crank the volume up like ridiculous. Oh, dude, the freaking Little Mermaid with the dick on the castle. Oh, right. I still have that VHS. Like, the VHS case Uh is there. Oh, yeah, no, that is very much, that is a very phallic image. (laughs) Dude, Disney oh, was like a straight up dick on the castle, right? Disney was all, dude. The Disney animators did not nasty. give a damn at that point. It was like a, <laughs> Walt a, Disney just walking by, like y'all nasty. Walt Disney is just rolling in his grave. I know, right? His ghost pops up, uh, Miss Mister Disney, sir. His you solid, his nasty. solid, his solid carbonite grave buried below <laughs> Disney World. Carbonite. Oh my god, they had um oh what was it on Family Guy? <laughs> like apparently he's in a cryogenic sleep. Oh he's there's like, a few the... there's a few oh, jokes dude. about Disney. Are all the Jews gone yet? No. Put me back in. <laughs> it's like, ooh. Yeah. There were there were definitely some uh accusations there. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, so uh, Dale goes back into the, you know, to the headquarters, and Gadget's like, "Oh, I don't want Dale to be sad." Dude, she she's straight up started crying, dude. Yeah, I'm like, "Oh." Oh, so we cut to a secret government lab, and so we learn about this tank. That's literally driven by a helmet that 
amplifies thoughts. Yeah, very odd invention, but efficient apparently. And we get some characters here who are who are sent to steal the microfilm with the plans for it. So at first, I thought this was Rat Capone. You you know, I was thinking about that. But apparently, like, it's not. It's some rat it name. Looks like him, but I'm like, eh. it didn't sound like him. No. I'm like, nope. This that was is interesting. This is apparently Francis and his random goons, including one named Moo. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember the other one. Me neither. So yeah, so they break in because apparently they've got one of the world. They're employed by the world's greatest supervillain spy. So they look like a skinny group. Oh jeez. <laughs> so yeah, they take the microfilm and well, we we know we all know where this is gonna go. Oh yeah, there's going to be some shenanigans. So we go back to the rescue rangers headquarters. It's the next day. Uh, Dale and Zipper are kind of tired, hungover, something, <laughs> and they're something. like, "Where is everyone? Oh, they must have gone on patrol without us." So there's a knock at the door. And when Dale opens the door. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, we see a mouse. A somewhat seductively drawn mouse in a red dress. Mm -hmm. With some <laughs> serious eyeshadow on. Bruh. Bruh, she overdid it on the eyeshadow. It was a little caked on there. It's like, okay, I see you getting your Jessica Rabbit on. All right. Oh man, had had that actually aired? Had that actually come out by the time this came out? Uh, I don't know. Wow. But she looked strikingly like Jessica Rabbit, down to the eyeshadow. It's like um, this is very this is very um, very suggestively drawn for a children's show, my friend. Oh yeah. Because you know this, the things you notice as an adult when you watch these shows. <laughs> I'm like 80s cartoons why? are the blame for my taste in women why does oh man why, why they gotta go this route bro it's a children's show why they do that to me right it's like what why are we questioning things when we're like grown adults in our 30s going <laughs> you know I totally would. Like, you know, I'd fuck a mouse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these are, th I mean, this is the year of our Lord 2020. These are things I hear all the time at conventions, so I'm used to hearing them. <laughs> but still, bro. Wait. People wonder why furries are a thing. Right? Thanks, cartoons. Uh-huh. Oh, man. So, yeah, so this, uh, this mouse, she's, she's saying that her cousin Gadget sent her here because she has to, um, deliver a very important microfilm in a map. Yep. It's a microfilm. Yes. 
And bruh, she lays one on Dale. Seriously, she gives him a, a big old smackaroo. She's like, all right. Has wait. Chip ever gotten that? I don't remember. Because damn. Oh. She really gave him, she gave him a good one. Bruh. Yeah, so yeah there's some, like, there some desire buried away there. She's got a thing for Dale. Yeah. Oh, no, she is completely oblivious to their feelings. Oh, she is. And they they fight over her constantly. One of the things they always, <laughs> they always like, argue la, about. La, la, la. Like, she doesn't know what's going on. She knows what's going on. So, you know, she's like, yeah, when you meet my contact, you know, remember the password. Which I don't remember the password. I didn't even write it down. Oh, dude. It was like some... Yeah. It was like a, it was like some of those like tongue twisters, some like weird she riddle. sells yeah. seashells by the seashore, like one of those like weird tongue twister things. And Dale repeats, he's like, uh, uh, "Yeah," and literally says word. And I don't think he got one word of it correct. I doubt it. I mean, this is Dale. <laughs> so yeah, so our lovely plot point starts to unfold here uh, so once they are away we see chip he is having none of this <laughs> yo he like lays into her he's like oh, you, you shouldn't have gone that far you shouldn't have kissed him oh he was he was not happy dude like, damn bro i don't get nothing like that yo he My was, was like jealous Ridig ridiculously so, man. <laughs> he was like, like, "What the fuck was that?" Like, I can't even call that ridiculous, man. I gotta go straight to ridiculous. Ridonkey, bruh. My man was pissed. <laughs> he was, dude. He's like, really, really. He is like a complete, bro. He almost went like incel territory on that one. <laughs> like he, oh, this man. man literally saw like his hopes and dreams just shatter in front of him. Dude, she did lay it on him though, and she's like, "Dude, like, I she was enjoyed playing that. my part." Yeah, and then some. Like, I mean, to her credit, she's trying to make this believable. This is true, and get Dale into you know make Dale believe this this thing is real. When, and then like Chip and Monterey have like the worst disguises ever. Oh my god! Monty literally awful. just has a fake beard that like doesn't match <clears throat> any of his hair color. It's like a fake beard, and he had like some sunglasses or something. Yeah, he's got like a black some beard out on his face. And when like all of his hair is like brown, <laughs> and Chip literally has like the fakest rat nose on him. Oh, dude, it matched nothing. Like, you could see the string. Like, it was pretty hilarious. These costumes are, like, so... Like, outside of Gadget, like, the rest of their costumes are just ridiculously bad. Yeah, like, Monty oh. doesn't even change his clothes. He's still wearing his normal attire. Yeah, he has the freaking, uh, the trench coat on and shit. Like, he has and, the same shit and on. And his teal turtleneck... It's like, dude, come on, really? 
all he's got is like a fake beard. He might have been wearing a beret and maybe uh, some sunglasses. So. That was it. It was funny. Oh my god. Oh yeah, no. The the amount of they don't care is just astronomical. It was almost as bad as the Mario Brothers pirate disguises. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, General George Luigi Washington. <laughs> didn't even look like a pirate he just oh my god luigi looked more like a british he sailor just, he really did he had on that freaking george washington wig and that was it yeah no i'm luigi it's like okay buddy so yeah uh so we see a uh, dale and zipper going around the city uh but first francis and his goons they have they have their microfilm and they jump into a sewer because they gotta escape. They gotta not be seen, bruh. Like the one goon, I don't think it was Moo. I think it was the other one. Like had trouble getting through the storm grate. <laughs> uh, I know that life. It's like I get it. I'm fat. And of course, they take a minute, and Dale and Zipper show up after them, and well. Here goes, here's where trouble starts to happen. The microfilms get switched. Surprise, surprise. Didn't see that coming, right? Uh-huh. Oh, buddy. So, yeah. Um, so, once they go their different ways, Chip and Zipper head off to the local golf course. Because that's where their map leads them. Uh, so, we get to see chip show up in his crappy disguise oh my god <laughs> putting zero effort into his acting he's like ha 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 hand over the microfilm he's literally got like the finger in the jacket <clears throat> oh it's yeah like, like faking the gun it's like really that dude i actually laughed at that part i'm like wow Yo, gadget couldn't have even given couldn't have given him a fake gun Seriously, all those freaking knickknacks and inventions she has? Nothing? Granted, any gun that Gadget had probably would have been made out of, like, a paper clip, a piece of gum, and a Dorito. <laughs> and it would have worked. Yeah, I don't know how. It would have worked somehow. And it was somehow shot a real bullet. Seriously. But no, this is so so dumb. And somehow Chip like accidentally gets himself caught. Like he basically goes to like poke Dale in the stomach and he hits the belt. Yeah. So like, like the... these spies are no match for and then all of a sudden, bam, his belt opens up and ties freaking ties up Chip. Dude. This is ridiculous. Like, this dude just got apprehended by accident. Oh. So yeah, so he goes off. He's defeated. Still not happy about it. So, you know, the rescue rangers are talking. And they're like, kind of, mo Chip and Monty are mostly <laughs> complaining about, you know, putting on this ruse. 
but they don't realize someone is within earshot of them. Yep, Dale hears everything. So yeah. Yeah, good old double O Dale here finds out it's a ruse. Oh, so yeah, so now it's going to get really interesting. Because Dale's like, well, we can still have some fun. Yeah, he was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. Uh, so we go to the villainous hideout. And, well, our super evil agent is not happy. Because he's developed the microfilm. He's like, what is this? These aren't the plans. These are vacation photos. <laughs> oh, man. Or no, nature photography. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Bruh. It's just freaking pictures of, of the whole crew. Yeah. Uh, so we, at this point, we see that our plot is thickening. There's some tension building. Well... Time for commercial break, folks. We shall return. We'll be back in just a moment. This is the NBC Television Network. Shrimp to make your mouth water. Red Lobster brings you our shrimp festival. Make your spirits fly. Eleven shrimp specials the way we know you love them. Starting at six ninety-five. Make you flip with every tip of every shrimp you try. From our sizzling shrimp scampi to shrimp and lobster to our huge shrimp feast. Now at the Shrimp Festival. Only at... Red Lobster, we know how you love seafood. Who has more big, beautiful almonds than any other popular chocolate bar? The new Mars Bar. For the best things in life. One great little reward just got a little greater. Alberto does it again. With my European studying hairspray. The ultra-fine mist sprays on evenly for super hold that won't let your styles go. New Alberto European hairspray with ultra-fine mist. For new super hold. Oh, wow, does that pizza smell good? My nose wouldn't know. It's too stuffed. Have a Halls. Halls vapor action penetrates deep to help your stuffy nose feel clearer while Halls soothes your cough. Halls vapor action works. Now let's work on some pizza. Just the two of us. That great dentine taste makes it nicer to be together. Because not even mouthwash can freshen your breath better than when you're chewing dentine. Just the two of us, you and I. All right, and we are back. Uh, so at this point, Dale has now figured out uh, the ruse that the other rangers have pulled on him. So he decides to take control of it. Uh, so he finds Chip and basically flashes the camera at him, making him go blind. That thing was handy. Yeah. But unbeknownst to this point, our Francis and his dumb goons have showed up. Uh, and so Gadget and, Mon and Monty are tied up. Because they've invaded the the Rescue Rangers headquarters. Because apparently they knew... The, the dumb rats actually knew who they were. And they knew where their base... Where that... Where their location was. 
They're like, oh yeah, that's a tree in uh, Central Park, or yeah, I think yeah, I think that's where the where the tree is located. It's like Central Park or something like that. Ah, okay. Yes, let's uh put your super secret hideout <laughs> in one of the most public locations in New York City. Seriously. So yeah, Smart. so basically the rats have the upper hand. So Chip goes out to confront Dale again, and this time he has Francis with him. But of course, Dale, thinking this is part of the game, is kind of, you know, buying into it. He's like, uh-huh, sure. So at some point, they eventually get to the barn where the villains are hiding. And, oh, dude, these, oh, these dumb rats and their dumb puns. <laughs> they say they're going to put the rangers out to pasture. Oh, my God. You got to love those 80s puns. Bruh. And they're, like, serious, <laughs> dude. Like, they are insane. Like, they shoot off a laser and, like, singe Bonnie's mustache. They're like, Ugh. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, eventually Chip and Zipper find them because you know, Zipper is actually useful. Yeah, notice that, and he's um, he's not pretty a bad good at finding trails. Yeah, and yes, at this point, Dale still thinks this is a game. And it's like, you know, because they see the, the hidden part of the barn, like, oh, wow, this actually looks like a real spy lab. Because he is convinced this is real, like, this is a game. And, bro, and he's sitting there, like, giving spy lessons. He's like, oh, a good spy always needs to be alert. Yeah, and he's, like, totally oblivious to the guys coming up behind him. Right? And he literally turns around like, oh, hey, it's these guys. Like, just let me just adjust my bow tie here. Psh, psh. <laughs> that thing is useful, dude. Right. And then they just kind of, and Zipper just throws some light punches. They like wax one in the nose. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> and bruh. The, these morons they they literally pull in they literally pull needles out of a haystack the old needle in a haystack trick yeah and they're now charging at dale and zipper like they're swords and dale just does not care he literally sidesteps and these idiots just fly off of that top barn shelf Right on top of like a control panel for for that laser they were using. Oh yeah. <clears throat> the funny part is, um that was Zipper's idea for him yeah. to just sidestep. Mm, bruh. So there's literally like a live laser being fired at this point. <laughs> and, and Zipper oh. like tries to touch it. He's like He's like, Oh no, don't touch that. Uh, 
Zodale's like, he literally goes like to swing like the film canister at it. Yeah, they see him about to do that. They're like, oh shit. But luckily, Francis happens to turn the laser off in time. But Francis realizes Dale thinks this is a game. So he grabs minion number two by the neck. And he's like, hey, uh, come down here. I think there's something wrong with his, with his costume. Yeah, he's like, a quick timeout, buddy. Can you help yeah. us out? And he falls for that shit. But Dale just does, like, the great, like, the greatest thing accidentally. <laughs> Since he thinks it's all a prop, he takes the microfilm. And uses it as a freaking rope. Yes, he just unfurls it. And oh, Francis were... is just like, is like vadering over there. He's like, no. <laughs> he fucked that microfilm up, dude. Dude. He was pissed. He does. Dude. He was so freaking pissed. Yeah, so Dale goes to pull on the goon's head. He's like, um, what's going on here? Why, why is this thing coming off? Yep. Then, it, then, it, then Dale realizes what's going on. He's like, this is real, isn't it? Uh-huh. As the guy stands up with Dale still holding on to his neck. Right. Like, damn, dude. So they go to the table where the blueprints are. And basically, like, yeah. So they're making Dale take photos of the plans. <laughs> with the bow tie. <laughs> like, this camera better work. Yeah. Yeah, the camera. Like, the yeah. one thing that's, like, working very well. Oh, yeah. And, bro, this is, like, getting crazy. Like, the other rangers, they're in the barrel of the tank. Oh, that was pretty brutal. And, like, literally, like, and, yeah, and Moo has the, the helmet on at this point. It's like, yeah, all he, it's basically, like, yeah, all Moo has to do is think, and your friends are dead. They they would literally be disintegrated by that, that freaking cannon. So they've got to figure out a way to uh, get out of the barrel of the cannon. And Chip, well, it's like, listen, Gadget. We gonna like listen, Gadget. We're gonna need you to pull uh, Uhura from Star Trek Five here. <laughs> we gonna need you to distract this oh, guy. Oh man, I think and that was like, a little payback. And it's like, oh, oh, now you object to it, Gadget. Now I you think that was Chip getting a little payback. To be honest with uh -huh. you. And she, and she decides to argue it at that point. Like, oh, I don't even know him. It's like, that's your argument? Uh-huh. You don't know him, really? Uh, like, all right. She, she calls out to Moo and manages to distract him long enough for Zipper to appear out of nowhere and get the helmet. Yeah, Zipper is very useful in this entire episode. So yeah, so they manage to get the helmet, and basically they make the thing sp 
spin to throw the ra- the Rangers out of the barrel. Oh yeah, it was um. Didn't he like? Didn't you like? She like entice him, like turn him on, and he basically lost his shit. Basically. <laughs> yeah, just over here giving rats <laughs> boners. <laughs> oh, there are way too many odd com. <laughs> yeah, no, the things you don't <laughs> want to think about. Yeah. They went for it. So, yeah. So, at this point, they've got... And then, at some point, Dale gets the helmet. And he, like, precision shoots, like, all the ropes off of the Rangers. Yeah, Dale, he can be useful when he wants to be. Yeah. So, at this point, the super secret spy thief, he shows up. He's like, all right. All right, time to get the plans and the tank. And then... Francis and his goons are just running. He's like, um, wait a minute. Where are you all going? <laughs> yeah, they hauled ass. They were like, fuck this. So yeah, so the... And they're being chased away by the thought tank. So yeah. <laughs> thought tank. Yeah. <sighs> so yeah, so they get in the, their, the car. They're trying to run away. Like, this car like is like insanely tricked out. They're like, all right, let's do an oil slick. Uh, Let's shoot it with a flamethrower. Oh, yeah. This car's got rocket launchers. Dude had oil slicks, flamethrowers, and freaking rockets, like missiles in his trunk. Yeah. Oh, and apparently the tank has a jet mode. Oh, yeah. Bruh. (laughs) So how did Dale figure that out? Bro, every time Dale has a thought to like do something with the with the tank, it looks like he's taking a dump. It takes him all that just to think, huh? Like he kind of like <laughs> tenses up in like that weird like. He's like, ha, ha. like is Dale taking a dookie in the tank every time he thinks? He probably did. <laughs> Dale's just crop dusting everyone in the closed tank. Like, no, I don't think he's. Yeah, no, he's leaving a pile in there. There's some. Once again, things you don't want to think about ramifications and consequences of. And it's like, is Dale pooping in there? I think. I mean, because he's not wearing pants. Just kind of freeballing it. Man took a shit. Yeah. Straight up took shit. They like fire laser beams like straight through the car. Yeah, they split it in half. Well, it's pretty much like the outer shell or whatever. Yeah, like into multiple pieces. Like, how does that work? All right. And then the tank just like crash lands on them because Dale takes the stupid helmet off. Well, they're in midair. And cops show up. They get arrested. And bro. The 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 evil the villain, he's just losing it, cause he's like, chipmunks, <clears throat> I got beat by chipmunks. Yeah, it's like the world's greatest super spy got beat by chipmunks. He saw him crawl out like out of the tank, and he just lost his shit as he's getting arrested. Right, like he's maniacally laughing in one of those. <laughs> he has officially lost it. 
Like his eyes are like crossing and everything. So yeah, the villain is defeated. And that's basically where the episode ends. It was cute. It was a cute episode. I just I like seeing what Dale's capable of. And like Zip Zipper, he really shined in this episode, so that was pretty cool. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, and you no, also this... get to see how much of a douchebag Chip is. Bro. <laughs> Fucking douchebag. <coughs> I'm pretty sure like in twenty twenty terms. <laughs> Chip could pretty much be defined as an incel. Oh, man. Like, oh, oh, wow. Dude, <laughs> honestly, if you kind of think back to the series and if you can remember some of their interactions, dude, Chip really does come off as one of those, you know, quote unquote, nice guys. He who, who has to tell you he's a nice guy? <coughs> to keep from looking like a dick. Yeah, right. He's kind of a dick. And by kind of, we mean colossal. The whole thing. He's the great American challenge. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow, no, when you really think about it, when it comes to, like, Gadget, Chip is kind of a piece of shit. He is. And he showed that in this episode. It's like, oh, hey, why don't you do that thing again? Right. And he like, does you it guys in, like, the are most malicious way. <laughs> right. Like, seriously. The, and at the beginning, They're in a dangerous when... situation. He's like, hey, why don't you do that thing again? Right. And at the beginning of the episode, like when he lays into her for, you know, doing her part of the, you know, of this deception. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, no, Chip, you really are kind of a piece of shit, aren't you? Yeah. It's like it has to be, what is it, like his terms only? Right. He's like, nope. Like oh oh I can't have her. <laughs> right. Like yeah sorry Chip you got you got friend zoned, my chipmunk pal and uh yeah kind of deserve it. Yeah, and he knew it and that's why he pulled that stunt. Yeah no. Yeah no this might be one of like the worst. Oh, dude, no. Seriously, when you think about the series as a whole, dude, Chip, like, basically pulls the friend zone card. Like, kind of some of the interactions he has with Gadger, like, almost borderline gaslighting. Oh, man. Oh, if you really think about it, you're right. Wow. That's crazy. Why, why do we have... Why do we go in these directions, Phil? Uh, Why do we come to these realizations? Because we're adults and we've been damaged. <laughs> we are damaged. It's like, oh, hey, we're adults. But actually, we need 
we we need adultier adults than us at this point. No. Eighties cartoon therapy. Right. <laughs> it's like damn, man. It's like we're we're making these realizations in our thirties. And it's like, um should we be seeking out therapy at this point? Yeah. <laughs> it pans to the scene of like us and the therapist, like, so you wanna fuck a mouse? Indeed, sir. It's like, uh, like you don't understand. Sort of like that scene where in Rugrats, it's like, uh, Stu, why are you making chocolate pudding at four in the morning? I've lost all <laughs> control of my life. Oh my god, dude. Freaking Rugrats. The stuff they put in there. Dude. Whew. I relate Catching to that, that stuff scene. now? I relate to that scene so much as an adult now, like, Seriously. I, I get it. I too have lost all control of my life and make very odd choices at four in the morning. <laughs> right. Like, this isn't a breakdown anymore. This is just normal. It's just everyday life. Right. And, that, and that's why we do this podcast, folks, because we have lost all control of our life and have to come to these weird realizations of 80s cartoons that. That we're just trying to live. Think, <laughs> yes, folks, we've come to the realization that Chip of Chip and Dale is a, a gaslighting friend zone piece of shit. He's a colossal douchebag. Wow. Chip is an incel. <laughs> Ooh, shit. So, through the first number of episodes of this series you know we've realized that um we've come to the realization that kermit the frog is a cuck oh my god <laughs> i remember that he is dude wow the, he's a freaking cuck these shows do not age as well as we think they do no it's damaging shit and how do we keep finding, like, some of the worst examples in, like, Disney products or products that would eventually be owned by Disney? Because um, <laughs> I don't I don't think they were at the time, but definitely now, like, the Muppet franchise is owned by Disney. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, no, it's like, you know, Dale actually is the better of the two just doesn't real dale just kind of doesn't care he's just kind of living his best life yeah he's not the smartest but he's really resourceful you know wow this episode was a good example of that it was dude this was not a good this was not a good light for chip nope it's like wow no chip is a Wow, he's an incel, gaslighting, manipulative SOB. piece of shit. Chip, you son of a bitch. Right. <laughs> Damn. But, no, I... I think I might need therapy at this point. Oh, man, I think we might have needed that a while back. I mean... A nice little reminder, though. We're, we're two grown men in our mid-30s. Would therapy even help us at this point? I don't know, dude. It's like... I do not know. 
like, is this show our therapy where we just come to these realizations that the, these cartoons we idolize as children are like actually terrible? Everything I've ever known was a lie. It's like, wow, th- this episode was great. Oh, yeah, it was the char- fun. The characters were not. But no, like, literally, the more I think about Chip in this episode and just kind of how he behaves in general. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, All right, Chip, folks, we're so, going to have to work on that, bud. So on this show, we've established that uh, Kermit the Frog is a cuck and uh, Chip is an incel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I love this. What what are we gonna what are we gonna learn next? Oh, I don't know, dude. Right, it's like all the ones that you think you should be rooting for, you shouldn't. It's like you know what? Gonzo is probably the best character on Muppet Babies now. Yeah, at least Wait. Gonzo was honest. Right. Brutally very honest. He was very honest about wanting to pork that pig. Yes, he... <laughs> pork the pig. <laughs> oh, shit. What has happened to us? We have lost control of our lives. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so I think we'll end it on that note. That oddly ominous life-changing note but yeah this has been another episode of totally radical cartoon podcast right it smells like bacon in here so yeah check us out on social media <laughs> at equal order totally right yeah totally radical cartoon podcast on facebook equalorder.com uh subscribe to us on all the major podcast providers and uh we really need a lot of help but uh we'll see you next time folks Until then.